I watched a um, movie film that I've never heard of before, and I don't think many people have heard of either. Um, it's barely mentioned. It's um, it's not quite a conventional horror story either, which is why it's usually um, I don't know. Just I mean, my opinion. It's it is, I suppose. I mean. It's not the, the, ah, okay, so it's called Werewolf, it's from 2018, and this is the thing, despite not, um, no, no, not, uh, just saying, despite being named that, despite being named Werewolf, just Werewolf, yeah, it doesn't actually have any werewolves. It's actually a very realistic film about. Uh, I can only conclude after watching it that it's intended to be metaphorical. Like I, I mean, you know, even the title itself is metaphorical. It's yeah, you know, it doesn't have werewolves. It does have though dogs. Um. Which you know, werewolves are supposed to arise from. So the thing is, though, it's I'm pretty sure it's um. I mean, you know, it's it's both. You know, it's realistic, it's mundane, but it's it's specific as well. I mean, it's not just you know, it's not entirely realistic, and it's. Not fantastic either. I mean, it's more realistic than fantastic. It's most metaphorical. But obviously, the metaphor comes on top of the reality, so it's not just made of metaphor either. So it is still realistic. Does that make sense? I think. Um, now, you know, it is not at all the kind of movie that one simply likes in a sense likes in a, in a sense that you know one enjoys and again these su su subject matters these topics I mean I don't think you know anyone could really say that they you know I um, I shudder every time um, people say because you know I mean there's a, a lot of uh, there's a variety of movies obviously right with all sorts of subjects when it comes to this though specifically that is, you know, um, more of a, you know what happened before the most of the movie, really, not exactly what happens through most of the movie. What happens specifically, you know, um, in the first uh, five minutes or so? There, um, I mean, even then, it it was just at the very end, so not exactly. But this is more of a um, what happened after a hypothetical, in other words, which I don't think happens very often. Because, uh, I mean, I mean you, you know, usually it's, you know, when there's World War II movies, it's usually throughout World War II, you know, whether it's, it's addressing, you know, the war aspect or the aspect of uh, various atrocities or or uh, nuclear warfare, you know, um, 
usually it's it's mostly I don't remember any most many other times when really they they tackle what happened after. Now this does in a realistic manner as well I think I mean as realistic as it can be. Um, as mentioned, doesn't actually have any werewolves, but you know people are actually expecting a werewolf after watching it. You know. I know, it's like, you know, if, if, if there's anyone who honestly goes, you know, it's a misleading title or such, you know, they obviously didn't get the point of it, I'm assuming. No, it is a very grim film, still, nonetheless, one must say. But of course, all of these topics are fairly grim, so I mean, I don't think there's anything really that um, isn't per se grim, you know. Obviously, there are um, still attempts, like, uh, you know, Chaplin's movies made during the actual war, as opposed to 70 years later, like this one. Um, I mean, Chaplin did somehow try to use comedy, and somehow it worked. Most movies aren't, so, and I, um, just, and comedy just wouldn't work, and it wouldn't have here either so what does that so alternatively is a sort of I mean it's more of an internal sort of horror the horror isn't so much with the dogs that constantly bark and seem like they want to tear everyone apart and it's not with the corpses either one might think that, you know, they were either hallucinating the corpses. I thought that the first time they saw someone. I thought they, they were. And, uh, I mean, they might have, but in all likelihood, you know, this was truly set during, after this, you know, World War II, then it's not, it's not very unlikely for there to be corpses. Obviously. It's, it's, um, this was just after... Russians invaded Germany, which is why there are still some Russian soldiers in the film, and is also why a German soldier is hiding somewhere afraid of the Russians. Obviously, a bit of context would be useful for anyone in such circumstances, but not absolutely necessary. I mean, the point is the psychology, really of the people there um, instantly now that I'm thinking of this I'm, I, I don't know what happened to that um, there was a an adult woman at the beginning not sure what happened to her so anyway um, the psychology yeah, is, is uh, interesting so at the same time one can imagine that something similar might have happened I mean, you know, unless there was something really, I think there was something organized, but um, it is possible to imagine that a, a few former, um, you know, inmates would end up in such a house with such problems, with dogs around them. Because the dogs were, of course, present also in those places before where they were. 
So this is the psychology behind it, I think, and um, what's interesting about it is the fact that, alright, so one might wonder why at the beginning they just they just destroy the mouse, right? Which is horrible. I mean, I thought at first it was just just children just being mindless. But not quite, right? I mean, I don't know, maybe it could really happen, but could it really happen with such ferocity? What if, though, they are simply copying what they saw? Where they came from before, that is. That, that is possible. But the most interesting is that throughout the movie, you know, they made several attempts at either trying to tame the dogs or at some point uh, possibly shooting them as well, at least, at least, in at least two attempts. They tried that, you know, one and the gun just fell down, and neither time he was surprised uh, in the attic, whatever that was, and um, they didn't do it because of that. Um, and then, of course, we get that very interesting scene where the dog is exhausted. So, I mean, you know. I'm assuming some of them thought that that might have been an opportunity, but then the youngest child decides to go and take care of the dog, and for the first time in the movie, talks and um, decides that water is what the dog needed, and that I think. You see, this is uh, why I think it might be metaphorical, and you know, even if it's not, even if it's intended, but I'm assuming the scriptwriters did intend it. I'm assuming there isn't quite um, a lot of information about this online. Um, the, the page is very. Uh, it's, there's not even any trivia or anything. This is the problem um, <laughs> with uh, nonsense movies that. I, that exist, you know, that are so popular, they get a quarter of a million raters or something. Not that, you know, rate, ratings have anything to do with anything, but, um, you know, in terms of, you know, how many people watch it, I guess, it's, it's sort of a measure. And this movie didn't even have a, a thousand, not a single thousand. Um... Yeah, I, I I honestly don't know why. If if I can find any information about the people who made it, I'm assuming that they didn't intend it to be metaphorical. Um. So um. This is the thing so that I think happened. So you know. The title refers to the possibility that they themselves might become metaphorical werewolves, right? That is, I mean, you know, werewolves have always been metaphorical anyway, you know, obviously, then 
you know, if you have movies where they're actually depicted, just, you know, sort of the metaphor projected, you know, into fantasy, into concrete reality in the, in the movies themselves, you know. Um, but otherwise, you know, it, it can still be metaphorical, though, just like many other legendary creatures and such, you know. They, they can all be, really, mostly. But let's focus on just the werewolf for now, I suppose. So let's let's say the werewolf was a um, a primal thing. Let's say a werewolf has a primal hatred, right? Shall we say it's sort of like a whole chapter, you know? Just you know, what does a werewolf represent? So a werewolf could be anything. A werewolf could just be the letter W. What is W? W equals PH, right? Or something. Primal hatred, right? Anyway, let's not... Um, so, where they came from, they were surrounded by werewolves. The movie began with them being surrounded by werewolves. And then... I mean, I'm not saying that the dogs themselves have anything to do with this, you know? The dogs were... They were like that. They were barking. They wanted to kill, per se, you know? Not because they had hatred, but I mean, you could just sort of project this metaphorically onto humans then. But of course, the, the, the dogs themselves only wanted to eat, just like the children themselves. So what we're seeing in a way here is a mirror. The children were very hungry themselves, they were very thirsty, and so were the dogs. And of course, when the dogs' hunger and thirst were sated, what did they do? They followed them. So essentially... The movie didn't, in fact, have werewolves, but only because they achieved this equation, this balance in nature, which is, of course, what satiation is, essentially. Um, this equilibrium, when one eats, simply put, um, and drinks, you know, uh, there, there's a homeostasis that one reaches. That's basic biology. So, in the movie, though, metaphorically, they could have become themselves werewolves. That is, they could have given in to their primal... In this case, it's more. it was more fear rather than hatred. But, you know, it could, could be anything. It could be the, the, just these base sort of things, you know? I mean, in this case, sure enough, if you're in a house surrounded by... Ravenous dogs, you will be afraid. I'm not saying they shouldn't have been, but you can see the the points there. Some 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 of them were trying to tame them, whereas some thought they might get out by um, shooting them and such, which is the primal fear being acted out, not too dissimilar to what happened before, but of course. It is similar to the extent that, you know, I mean, 
in this case they, they were trapped in a house nothing was stopping anyone else before you know it was all you know so essentially you could say primal hatred and primal fear are different I mean, that's why they're called different things but uh, they are different they're still connected but different I mean, in this case you know the fear was warranted no one is saying it wasn't they 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 had to fear dogs they had to fear the fact that if they stay inside to secure their very physical being they would just simply starve to death so they they still they had um a few fears there they had more than one fear essentially whereas at the beginning the primal hatred was of of a different nature it's still very primal though it's still essentially the werewolf in action that well it's the the thing is then that despite this the the fear despite prime this primal fear being even more necessary even more inevitable than its hatred counterparts than the earlier primal hatreds sort of part of the equation here they didn't act on it so not only did, did, did they not only were they desperate to act on it because otherwise they could either be torn to shreds if a dog gets to them unless they tamed the dog or starve or you know um, die of thirst uh, so you know, you know they, they they had more of a reason to act on their you know so-called werewolf instincts than anyone with primal hatred would ever have I mean ha hatred makes very little sense unless the only time it makes sense is if it's in some sort of uh, method for retribution in a way a form of justice not quite justice uh, you know retribution but other than that you know if it's the initial sort of you know the initial part of the equation very primal hatred then you know it makes very little sense if it's if it's due to uh, I mean, yeah, ultimately hatred is hatred, so, um, but, um, I suppose there are some differences as well. But anyway, this is the point. They, it's all about this. And at the end there, at the very end, when they had an encounter, I mean, sure enough, it wasn't very complex, you know? I mean, when, um, when, um, the, the spectacled child went into that uh, cave thing and encountered that person. Well, it was a strange encounter, obviously. I mean, at first, it did give him something to eat, but then, apparently, he realized where he was before and such, and for some reason, he went insane, right? For some reason. That's when... I mean, you could say that the movie isn't quite that complex there, but then, then again, was reality complex? 
seems not. Even reality, even history was quite simple. Seems like very simply destructive. World War II, of course, being the most destructive war ever. Uh, so, um, in a way, it represents reality, what happened. Not very much unlike reality. But then, but then, what was interesting is how, you know, he followed them. The forest thing, and um, the dogs were attacking him. But then, they used their newfound taming capabilities to stop them. So, not only did they not become metaphorical werewolves against the dogs themselves to get out of their sordid situation, they actually stopped um, the dogs becoming werewolves themselves, essentially. This is what's interesting. This is, I, you know, for all I know, the creators and the director and the writers just didn't think of any of this and just thought, yeah, let's just do this, this, and then, and then they tamed them and such, and didn't think anything beyond this. Nothing about, well, in all likelihood, nothing about equations, but uh, it still fits. You know, when something still fits, it makes sense, you know. And uh, so, it is interesting, I thought, that not only did they stop themselves from becoming werewolves against the dogs, they also stopped the dogs from becoming werewolves, metaphorically, against the primal hatred. So essentially, we end up with the primal hatred at the end, just there, laying down. Not acting on the primal hatred, because they've been essentially defeated. But just there. Not even totally destroyed. Just there in the hope that somehow the primal hatred will reconcile with itself, realize something. Who knows? I mean, this is a movie, obviously, made 70 years or even more after World War II. Um, I'm not sure it's, if it's based on any real story. Can't find much information about it, but uh, it's 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 fiction essentially, and obviously it's just anyone can just think of whatever. But it makes sense. It really does make sense, and as opposed to um, movies, uh, others like you know I'm, I'm just mentioning uh, similar sort of movies here. So you know, obviously there are many movies about this uh, subject, but other sort of similar movies. It, it, I think the most most famous would be Boy in the Striped Pyjama, and but that is that is not as metaphorical as much more. And it obviously wants to make an impact, whereas this is more um, just uh, you know a slice of life essentially, and just uh, wants to show how they could possibly survive day to day or not. I'm honestly surprised, honestly. Um, that nobody had committed suicide or such. I, I thought at one point, at several points actually, somebody would. At one point, I'm not sure if they. Um, in fact, at several points throughout, throughout this film, I thought that the, the spectacle guy was hallucinating. And I'm still not sure if when some group of people told him to jump, maybe that happened, right? I'm not hallucinating myself as well, you know. Uh, now, uh, he didn't do that, but. Who were those group of people? 
them. Uh, I mean, I don't suppose they were the group of people that he was with. Otherwise, it would make no sense for him to return to them if they could say that. So I don't quite get that. Was that a hallucination? Or wasn't it? What's also interesting about this film, by the way, um, is the fact that we're dealing with such subjects, such a uh, psychology of suffering, uh, within the context of these lofty sort of mountains of trees and greenery. And there's actually a, a lot of places in this world where it's, it's sort of like that, you know, kind of like Kashmir. And somehow there's still conflict and bloodshed. It makes no sense. You know, I, I, it makes absolutely no sense how people cannot just simply enjoy that. And, and, and no, they'd rather just fight. They'd rather close their eyes to everything around them and just fight each other. Makes very little sense. But that's just my musing, I guess. Um, but that's what interesting thoughts. So, so we get we get these, these sort of things, you know, as opposed to you know uh, just suffering and the uh, the external environment reflecting that suffering. I mean, the house sort of did, and then at one point they were destroying a lot of stuff as well, plates and everything. I'm assuming that's sort of I mean, I suppose it might might be a going a bit too far to say it might be metaphorical or such because you know children do like to destroy stuff I suppose it's you know especially if it doesn't belong to them yeah why not but one might think it might have something to do with the fact that you know it's uh, presumably it was a grand house that they were living in for some reason it uh, ended up empty and there was a lot of stuff, but what there wasn't, of course, was what they needed, what everyone needs, food and water. So it's, that's, that's very ironic in itself, you know, how you could uh, be in such a big house and everything in it, you know. Obviously, at the end of the war, um, I think, uh, realistically, it could happen. But uh, so th this is the thing, so it's... Uh, there are multiple layers, I don't think there aren't, you know. So yeah, I'm thinking that maybe they destroyed plates and everything. Well, besides the fact they didn't actually have much use for them. Possibly also, though, because they wanted to reflect externally what's internal. Obviously, as I said, this might be going too far with the symbolism and metaphors. But... I'm just saying, you know, I mean, they couldn't quite, you know, chop down trees or such to make it reflect uh, what's internal. So instead, they destroyed plates. I mean, I think it works as well in terms of, you know, catharsis. Um, when you don't have anything to eat and drink, so might as well just destroy plates. Why not? But yeah, ultimately, um, I think this is. Uh, it's interesting, it was not well known at all, though I find it, I found there's a, a few reviews scattered and only one review seems to think that it might be metaphorical and uh, none of the others seem to think so and uh, there must have been a few people who thought it would actually have werewolves, which is absurd as I said at the beginning, you know, anyone who watches this and still thinks that has some absurdity, anyway, yeah, um, 
yeah, it was uh, it was interesting, and um, obviously, um, uh, also uh, dark, but of course, darkest. You know, obviously, the, the darkest sort of um, movies made about the subject matter would be set within, you know, not outside. But it's it's still. I mean, it's uh, it's still haunting. You know, there's still ghosts around. You know, the dogs are sort of symbolic of such ghosts and um but it's it's still interesting as to what um it says so so uh and um uh useful that uh, it was done in the uh, uh, original polish which it uh, likely would have been spoken and it gives it a much a much more realistic sort of tone and also the music the music was really brilliant it uh it it was so atmospheric so appropriate i thought yeah it sort of reminded me of this short asma movie called frat and then the music is similar but also the story just a bit you know not, not quite identical or anything but uh it's also metaphorical and it's about uh, similar sort of well not exactly specific to the, the topic just uh, at a more abstract uh, abstract level of this, this I mean, this this uh, short animated uh, film is uh, um, is more fantastic rather than realistic, but uh, yeah, it so did that. But that's interesting. I mean, you know, I, I so yeah, and the cinematography, of course, something to point out. As as I mentioned earlier, though, it, it really worked out with the story, you know, sort of balanced each other out, sort of like yin and yang, you know. Uh, so overall, yeah, it, it, it was, you know, it, it made for an interesting uh, film, really, certainly better than the recent ones that I watched.